Welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name's Matt. I'm Courtney. I like how you said hello today. It's like, hello. Is anybody hello. home? Anybody hello. out there? Uh, so oh my, that's how my grandpa, my Croatian grandpa used to, when, when he called you, he would go, hello, grandpa Nick. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But, but did he follow up with, we talk about the do-do's and don't do's of personalized learning? Yeah. No, he has no idea what that means, but that's absolutely what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, hey, Matt, have you ever situation let me run a situation by you see if it's you know is it just me or is it you know am i normal <laughs> oh okay bring it i'm not normal but no, no. so so you know it's the end of the year we're coming on close to the end of the school year but i've got some some learners who uh didn't finish some stuff or never really mask you know uh mastered it's a terrible word, quote, quote unquote, mastered, uh, who haven't finished standards. So we're done though, right? Yeah, it's the end of the school year. What would <laughs> it be? I just give them the two or the partially meets and move on. Like what? Send them on their way. Okay. All right. So we will talk to everybody <laughs> next week. <laughs> well, of course, there are other ways to do it. Um, here's the easy way. I'm just going to send them to summer school and they can spend six weeks learning about math. I mean, that happens, but I just, my heart sinks a little bit. Yeah, I know it does. I don't know. I don't know about other parts of the country, but last summer anyway, up here in Maine, there was a real effort to, and I really, I really hope, I, I really hope this is one of the things like one of the, um, you know, innovations, so to speak, that happened because of COVID that stays, but a lot of districts worked really hard to create a summer school experience that felt more like summer camp, mm-hmm. you know, like had lots of fun stuff, games, little bit more experiential learning instead of just what we all feel in our souls when you say the word summer school. (laughs) Mm. So can you explain a little bit about what you meant by the summer camp idea? Like how did they design something different? Because I'm, I I don't think we've talked about this before. I thought you were going in a slightly different direction. So tell me me about that a little bit more. Well, like literally they kind of looked at how summer day camps set up their day yeah. and like use their playbook <laughs> okay. it like you know there are outdoor walks and there's you know there were choices for different activities um and you know when i said that they tried to make it more experiential more project-based learning like so it wasn't necessary didn't necessarily feel like and now i go to reading class right um you know that yeah and they worked with a lot of places worked with community partners whether it be the y or like a you know another community type center Mm -hmm. um that have more experience with that kind of programming okay yeah that that sounds really i don't think we've talked about this before but that sounds really cool yeah Yeah. One, one of the things that i was that you mentioned at the beginning was you don't know if it was just maine or not uh i'm I'm hearing uh, now that we're getting close to it's the end of April as we record this and 
I'm hearing a lot of things about what are we going to do in the summer? What does it look like? And it's all intentionally designed to be different than that old heart sink, as you said before. Nobody, yeah. nobody wants to go back to that. No. That's just not, we, it wasn't successful then. And COVID showed that we have to do something different. And the, the encouraging part is that people are realizing that now. So we got to do something different. Okay, so the next question, the next obvious question is, so what does that mean? And that's where people are struggling, I think. It's yeah. like, what does that mean? Knowing I don't want to do this and what do I do in place of it? Right, well, I think part of the, the motivation or the impetus to change the way people here in Maine did some of their summer school programming was the lack of childcare. You know, in a lot of rural parts of Maine, not even terribly rural parts where I live, childcare is a huge issue. So we know that's a problem in the summer for everybody, not just the kids who need the, who would have been, you know, put in summer school, right? Or not just the Title I kiddos or, or any of that. Right. So they really, it, it was almost like an effort to be like more of a, almost like a, a, a year round school type situation, right? Where like, if we build this, they will come. And they were right. And you they know? were right, yes. exactly. <laughs> if they built something that served the needs. So it was more or less full day. It wasn't, you know, different places or it was a couple days a week full day. You know, it wasn't two hours a day every day. Like, oh, that's so impossible for so many people to yeah. make happen. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I really, that, you know, kind of thinking of what are all the needs in the community besides just the learning needs? And then how do we work together with other businesses or community groups that serve the community to, to do something? It, it helps everybody. And, you know, I, I don't know that, I, of course, I don't have any data to back this up, right? You might, Matt, from your years as a district, uh, central district person, say, what? Yeah, I don't know what it is, central administrator. <laughs> that I don't know what a difference that kind of targeted instruction that we used to do in summer school, I don't know how much of a difference it actually made. I do have some relative data on this one, actually. Hey, okay. uh, uh, your suspicions are correct. It really doesn't do anything. Yeah. And it's, I, I attribute it to not that summer school doesn't work and target instruction doesn't work because it does. However, mm -hmm. it's, it's the environment that these kids are in. Right. I think, think about how we did summer school before, right? The kids go through nine months of school. They're a little behind. They need some support. Great. Let's create summer school to help these kids and target exactly yeah. what they need. In fact, I know now if, uh, if you're doing school the way we want you to do it, you have scales, you know exactly where kids are so you can target instruction directly. You know yeah. how we're gonna do this? We're gonna sit them back in school for a month and have that same process where they were relatively unsuccessful before and do more of it. Oh, okay, so it's insanity. 
Right. If you're well, doing the same thing and expecting the same results. You know, if we just do it right enough times, eventually it's going to click. That's always been my theory. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I, I honestly think that's the, the difference because you, you're right. There's not a lot of like hard data around different models and things Yeah. But where you hear about the successes is when you're trying to do it a little bit differently. You know, you want to take a different angle. Can you make it enjoyable to be there? Well, okay, well, some of the, here's one of the differences that I've, that I've heard and seen before, right? Summer school okay. is not going to be in the classrooms anymore. We're going to put them in a different environment. Okay, good. Yes. Stuff. We're going to put them in the library. No. And we're going to sit at desks and we're going to do it, but we're going to do it in the library, Courtney. So no, that's, that's worse than a classroom. Nope, that's going to make all the difference. You know why that's, you know why it's better than the classroom? Look at all the books all around us. Osmosis, Courtney. Osmosis. <laughs> okay, so that's a little bit of the bastardization of some research out there, but. Uh... So, who's not for bastardization of research other than us? I'm just putting that out there. So you hear about the ones that are successful and they completely change what they're doing. They're yeah. being outside. It's, it's all outside or they're at the local Y. Like, it's yeah, called they, summer school. Summer. Go it's, outside it's, in the summer. Yeah. Go outside. You've got to take the vegetable and the brownie approach. You got to put the vegetables and the brownies. <laughs> that just sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the vegetables. <laughs> Buy the vegetables. Come on. You have true. had, I'm sure in your life, you have had some chocolatey, fudgy treat goodness that actually has zucchini or some other vegetables in it. Yeah. Uh, if my children are listening, I disavow everything Courtney has just said. Um, <laughs> You've never done that. Oh, of course. Never. I've, <laughs> I've done that for years and years. And now I do it with yeah. my cats if I have to. So, um, <laughs> I do think that there are better ways to do like a summer school. And I, I think one of the other, I, I, I like everything that you said. And I think one of the things that we haven't quite discussed right now about is when you said bringing other members of the community involved, getting the businesses, yes. the wise, getting the parents, getting other people involved. And now you're talking more of like community school at this point where everyone's yeah. involved because you, you look at all all the, the complaining that has come out of schools during COVID is like, we really have dropped the ball on involving our community. So we're making it a priority to get them more involved now. And not just saying this like it was five years ago when everybody says, yeah, we just need to get in a community more, we'll communicate. And it never happens because it is extremely difficult to do. It is. Unless it's you hard. have You've a purpose. It. Right now we have a purpose because right. school is different now, like it or not, schooling period is different. What's going to help get in the community involved. And you know what? The community is more involved now because they realize, holy crap, school has been awful for a couple of years. We're struggling. We're struggling keeping mm -hmm. teachers. We're struggling keeping administrators. We're struggling with our kids' mental health. We're struggling with our adults' okay. mental health, whatever happened before can't happen again. So we can't go back. And I think you're right that this is like one of the very few positive things that have come out of COVID is that yeah. it's, it's not, yeah, we want to do this and it's so hard. We're probably not ever going to, it's like, we need to do this and we're going to make this work now. And it starts yeah. this time of year starts with summer school, right? How are we going to make those experiences for our kids different? 
and still focus on the academics and still have those and all of the other stuff that we never did before. You are 100% correct on this one. Yeah, well, yeah. as a place, I guess. So. I mean, I'm not always correct, but yeah. That is incorrect, which I guess proves it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, McLaughlin. And <laughs> wow. Blast from the past. Okay. Right on. So, okay. So go, go do summer school different. There you go. We could have just led with that. Could have led with that. Didn't think, I mean, sometimes we go places we didn't think we were going to go. Um, but you know how, like, we talk about things like interest inventories and like all of that stuff at the beginning of the school year, like do it again now, do it again now and use that to generate ideas for summer, for your summer programming. So you'll have yeah. more kids show up and you're right. It's, it's not just about childcare anymore. It's yeah. about community supporting what would you're, you're now creating a school that's part of the community and not just a school in the community. Now it's all the same thing. So right. yes, always ask what, how have the kids design summer school? What would they want to do? Knowing they, they know they need to do some academic yeah. and some work and they'll come what up with so many cool ideas. Yeah. As always have the kids. Hey, it's, a great, oh, it's a great time to like, if, if like throwing it all on them at the end of the year to make the greatest day ever was intimidating to you, throw it on them to make the greatest summer ever. Because really all you, I don't want to boil it down to all you want, but really one of the basic things we want out of any summer school experience is that their minds are still on. Mm -hmm. So hand it to them, <laughs> make it, build it with them. Their minds will be on and they will be engaging in learning in ways that they hadn't before and build their confidence a little, you know, that's what a lot of our learners who end up in summer school need also is just belief in themselves that they can learn and they can do all of these things and they can, they can, they absolutely yeah. can. Okay. On that note. Yeah. I think we're done for this week. Uh, we'll be back uh, at some future point, hopefully next week. Who knows? Uh, maybe. Well, no. Yeah. Next week's only May. It's only May. For some reason, Courtney, it feels like it's just about summertime right now. And it's it's getting there, but it's not there yet. No, not yet. Not we, yet. We have a lot more things to talk about this school year. So uh, we'll be back next week with some more. Uh, find us and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, everything PLRMC. Just look on any social media channel. And we'll talk All to right. you. All right. Bye.